All right, Alexander, let's talk about the escalation between Azerbaijan and Armenia. With each uh, passing day, it looks like uh, something is going to happen that's going to be very bad for Armenia, and uh, Azerbaijan is going to, to capitalize on, on what appears to be a very, I want to say reckless, but bizarre Pashinyan. Uh, policy with Nagorno-Karabakh. I mean, uh, I mean, I understand kind of what he's. I mean, every I think everyone knows what he's trying to do, so that he can offload uh, Nagorno-Karabakh and clear the way for entrance into into NATO and the European Union, specifically the I think more importantly the European Union for him and uh, the elite political class in Armenia, but. It's it's incredible to to think that that he's willing to risk so much yes. to enter into into these institutions, and he is starting to annoy uh, a lot of people, mainly uh, Russian President Putin, because he's trying to pin the blame on the uh, the collapse of uh, of Nagorno Karabakh and the deteriorating relations with Azerbaijan. He's trying to blame it on Russia, and it looks like Putin's not having any of that. No, absolutely. Putin was furious, actually. And, you know, it's it's he gave an interview. Putin gave an interview when he was in the Far East and you could see him almost talking through clenched teeth. He didn't want to savage Pushinian openly, but I mean, he made it absolutely clear that Pushinian is making decisions now that he's not that he's not telling Putin about in advance and about which Putin himself is not being consulted. And of course, the key decision was that um, Pashinian, out of the blue, announced that he accepted sovereignty, Azerbaijan's sovereignty, over Nagorno-Karabakh. And Putin said, you know, this, you know, Russia has never disputed Azerbaijan's sovereignty over Nagorno-Karabakh. But the way in which Pashinian did that undermined Armenia's negotiating position, and it, it, it also undermined Russian mediation efforts, because whenever the Armenians now do something in Nagorno-Karabakh, like hold elections there, um, the uh, uh, and whenever the Russians then try to tell the Azerbaijanians, well, you know, hold back, this is something that's going on in Nagorno-Karabakh. Um, you know, accepted. It's you know not going to change anything dramatic. Um, but Putin said, well, whenever they say that, the Azerbaijanians come back and say to him, well, look, we of course we can object to it. This is our sovereign territory. Armenia itself acknowledges this. So if Armenia acknowledges our sovereignty of Nagorno over Nagorno Karabakh. Of course, we have a right to object to whatever goes on there about which we're no longer being consulted. So but Putin made that point. And of course, that's one thing. But of course, it's led to lots of other things because we've had elections in Nagorno-Karabakh, which the um, Azerbaijanians are taking strong exception to. But of course, 
Pushinin has taken another step. There's a big, very consequential step, which is that he's held joint military exercises on Armenian territory with the United States. And the Russians are not happy with that, and they pointed out that um, Armenia is involved in the collective security treaty organization still, and that this isn't consistent. Holding military exercises with the United States isn't, properly speaking, compatible with membership of the Collective Security Treaty Organization. Now, the Russians may be stretching the envelope there, but you can see what what they mean. They may be annoyed about this. And they say, you know, the Collective Security Treaty Organization is in conflict at the moment with the United States, and you hold exercises without consulting us or talking about with us about this. So exercises between the Americans and the Armenians have not pleased the Russians, obviously. They alarmed Iran, which has now warned uh, Armenia against doing this, because, of course, Iran does not want to see an American presence in the South Caucasus, and Iran has been an important ally of Armenia up to this point. And, of course, it's also alarmed the Azerbaijanians because they're saying to themselves, well, if the um, Armenians are now entering NATO and the American camp, well, we need to act fast before that happens because we don't want to get ourselves into a situation where we might also find ourselves in conflict with the United States. So they're moving troops now towards Nagorno-Karabakh. They're already angry about the elections. They will say they are. <laughs> they're moving troops towards Nagorno-Karabakh. They're moving troops towards um, um, Armenia. And, of course, they're being especially cheeky because they're, you know, they're putting the Z symbol on it which is, of course, the one that they've copied from the Russians, from the Russian uh, troops who went into Ukraine. They're basically signaling to the Russians, look, we're doing in Nagorno-Karabakh only what the same thing that you did in Ukraine, which, of course, the Russians will not agree with. But, as Putin said, to a great extent, this has been taken out of their hands. And, of course, Erdogan, who probably doesn't want to see an American president presence, in the southern Caucasus either, but who always looks for advantage, has now suggested a full-party meeting, Russia, Armenia, Azerbaijan and Turkey. He wants to join summit meeting to, as he says, resolve the situation. The Russians have resisted all of this, those sort of proposals from Erdogan up to this point because um, they don't want to see... Turkish influence in the South Caucasus increase either. But this time, with the Armenians going, as the Russians would say, you know, off-piste, they might do. They might feel that they have little choice but to agree to that. In which case, um, Bashinian will be faced with a meeting in which the Russians, the, Arme the Azerbaijanians and the Turks are all combining against him. Or, you know, he might choose not to go, in which case we will have a crisis in which Armenia is isolated openly in its own region. Yeah, but it's, are, are these moves by Pashinyan, are, are they meant to create the, the dynamic where um, 
he doesn't he doesn't um, he doesn't get a military conflict. He avoids a military conflict, um, a rerun of of the conflict between Armenia and Azerbaijan. He gets close to it, but he avoids it. And what he gets instead is a diplomatic resolution where Turkey and Azerbaijan they just they just come right out and say, "Okay, well, Armenia, you're out. Nagorno-Karabakh, Russia, you're out." This is our uh, sovereign territory, and that's how it's going to be resolved. They're, they impose their, their, their own will on, on the situation. And, and that way, Pashinyan can, can say, we've avoided a war, we've avoided a conflict. Uh, Nagorno-Karabakh is, is, is now in the hands of Azerbaijan. Russia is out of the region. Um, come on in. Uh, European Union and and NATO. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying. I'm trying to understand the the, the thinking that he's uh, that he's taking here with with these uh, really strange, reckless decisions. Right, and that's the only one that I can come up with. I mean, I I can't imagine that he wants a conflict. Maybe he does, but I can't imagine that anyone would want another conflict. But maybe he's taking Armenia to that point. So that he can have Turkey and Azerbaijan impose their their diplomatic will on the uh, the situation, and therefore his hands are, uh, are are clean, so to speak. He can blame it on Russia. He can say this is just the reality of of what's been happening. And by the way, I've already made moves and uh, and a pivot towards the West. Well, this is exactly this this is exactly what many people in Moscow think that what um, what Pushinin is doing is that he's working to offload. Nagorno-Karabakh, he wants to offload it, dump it, and I'm sorry to use that word, but that's what the Russians think, dump it back into Azerbaijan, allow the Azerbaijanians to overrun it, blame the Russians for what would be, for Armenia, a disaster, uh, a, a defeat in a conflict that began in the 1980s when the Soviet Union was still in existence. Blame the Russians and then say to the Armenian people, look, we can't rely on the Russians anymore, so let's join NATO and the EU instead. And that is what, that is what many people in Moscow think that he's trying to do. Now, that is indeed what he's trying to do. It is, as you absolutely rightly say, an incredibly dangerous game. It, all that it will achieve is the isolation of Armenia in the region. Now, Georgia, under Saakashvili, played a very similar game. <laughs> Except, of course, that in Georgia's case, Saakashvili acted, you know, as the great champion of Georgia who was going to regain control of all of these territories for Georgia. He ended up in a war with the Russians. He was defeated. He had to flee abroad after he was himself defeated in, domestically in an election. Um, he went on his travels, he ended up in Ukraine, he eventually returned to Georgia, and he's now in prison. So, And in the meantime, Georgia has been reduced in size, it's lost South Ossetia, it's lost Abkhazia, almost certainly forever. And um, Georgia is now trying gradually, incrementally, closing government there, to try and reopen connections to Russia, because... You know, they understand that that's their long-term interest. It seems to me that Pashinyan, at the 
you know, the best way things could turn out is that he could end up taking Armenia in the same, in the same direction, down the same sort of rabbit hole, trying to get um, Armenia into NATO and into the EU, simply isolates Armenia in, in its region, antagonizes the Russians, who have been, as they were with, were with Georgia, you know, the long-standing country that looked after these two small countries, Georgia and Armenia. And again, as happened in 2008, the Americans weren't able, in the end, to deliver. They weren't able to provide protection to Georgia when it got itself into serious trouble. The same could happen with Armenia. Yeah, but why is, why do you think Pashinyan is doing it? I mean, we understand, I think everyone understands how, what, what the Russians think is going on. But, um, you know, do you think this is Pashinyan's play? Is this really what he's, what he's doing? Because it doesn't sound like a very smart move. I mean, maybe he thinks it's smart. Well, uh, what I've heard it is... It doesn't sound too, too smart. Well, it doesn't sound smart at all. In fact, I've heard a lot of people criticize Pashinyan's uh, whole approach to... Uh, Pashinyan's whole approach. And a lot of people are saying that he's not particularly smart. He's a bit like Saakashvili again, who imagined himself to be this tremendous, you know, virtuosic, diplomatic master. And, of course, it all turned out... It all turned to dust and that Pashinian might be the same. Others say that this is actually, he's playing a more subtle game and that, in fact, he doesn't really expect to get Armenia into um, um, you know, the, uh, um, NATO and into the EU, but that he is trying to use such leverage as he has over the Russians in order to win them back. I have to say that looks altogether too subtle to me. And I think, in fact, he's simply antagonizing the Russians. But, you know, don't, don't assume that he's particularly clever. I, I, I don't know very much about him, but I don't think he's played his hand with any particular skill. And frankly, he looks out of his depth in this situation. That's how it looks to me. Okay, what, what do you think happens next, just to wrap up the video? What... Well, I'm very, very concerned, and I'm very much afraid that there will be a war, and that Azerbaijan will attack Nagorno-Karabakh again, and will this time overrun it. Armenia has recognized that Nagorno-Karabakh is sovereign Azerbaijanian territory, so that it will not come to Nagorno-Karabakh's rescue. And yes... Pashinyan will try to blame the Russians for that particular debacle. But I can't help but think that this will be a massive psychological blow to the Armenian people, for whom, by the way, I have great personal fondness. I will announce that personal um, you know, interest in this. It will be a massive psychological blow. It will make them feel even more vulnerable in their region. It will feel, make them feel even more diminished and insecure. And whereas before Armenia was strong in its alliances, in its alliance first and foremost with the Russians, now it will find itself in a weak position. And um, what it will do to Armenia's long-term position, I well, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to think. Perhaps eventually there will be a way back, but it will be from a much weaker position than Armenia enjoyed before Pashinyan came to power. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just have a, another question, a final question, because this story is so fascinating and so bizarre, uh, trying to, to, to get an understanding as, as to what Pashinyan is doing. Um, it, it, the minute he's recognized Nagorno-Karabakh as he's recognized Nagorno-Karabakh as Azerbaijan territory, I mean, it's, it's game over. Yes. I, I mean, it, it, isn't that how this works? I mean, you know, you're saying that there's going to be a war and Azerbaijan's going to enter this territory, but... He's recognized it as such. Well, that's exactly. So, I mean, he, he's green lighting. I mean, he's, yes. he's basically telling Azerbaijan, yeah. you know, come in and and isn't isn't the 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 effect where it's going to demoralize the people of Armenia and and, and it's going to lead them to feel vulnerable and isolated? Isn't that the perfect time to then? Tell the people of Armenia, don't feel alone, isolated, and demoralized. Russia has left us, but here comes Ursula and Biden, and they're going to save us. Well, that's that's exactly. I mean, I've that's, seen it play out in Greece and Cyprus. This is the way yeah. the EU always they they want to make your country feel very weak, very very vulnerable, very alone, and then they come in and they provide this this protection, this umbrella of. Of, of goodness and EU values. I mean, it, it's the same trick they play over and over again. It, it just seems like that's where, well, that's where we're heading towards. I mean, well, that's it, exactly, it, that, that is exactly what... sinister where, move. Well, that's exactly where we're heading. And again, as I said, if you read Putin's comments, that's exactly his observation. He said, you know, um, it's not as if it's his issue about, you know, Azerbaijan having sovereignty over Nagorno-Karabakh, but Bashinian just recognizing that Azerbaijan had sovereignty over Nagorno-Karabakh, it, it, it has undermined completely Armenia's entire position in this conflict. Now, if it ends in a debacle, which it's difficult to see how it cannot do now, then of course it's stems from these strange decisions that Pashinyan has been taking. But, of course, exactly as you said, he's going to turn around and say, well, you know, the Russians have betrayed us, let's go to the Americans, let's go to the EU, let's go to Ursula and all of these people, people who have failed in Ukraine, people who failed in Georgia before, but we turn to them in Armenia and we see the, we'll see what the result is. Yeah, just to wrap up the video as you were talking, I, I, I just... I, I, I have such a hard problem believing that that Pashinyan has has made such a statement. I really have a hard time believing it, and, and so I, I I put it into into the search engines, and yeah, it's 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 very hard to believe Armenia will accept Karabakh as part of Azerbaijan, according to words. I mean, I've got like five five different interviews and articles about this. It's so yeah, it's so bizarre. Yes. That, that, that Pashinyan is doing this. It's hard yes. to wrap your head around this, this, yes. this, this move that he's making. I mean, the, the, the other thing that is, the one thing I have to say, which we haven't discussed, is what people in Armenia itself think about this. Because I would have thought that there would be a lot of people in Armenia who must be very angry with what Pashinyan has done. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and uh, that's the other thing. I mean, you know, he might bring, he might, as he says, as he probably thinks to himself, offload Nagorno-Karabakh in this kind of way. He might try to bring Armenia 
into NATO and, and EU. By no means guaranteed, by the way, that he will be successful in that. After all, Saakashvili never managed it. Ukraine has not managed it. Why would Armenia necessarily? But, you know, uh, I can't help but think that in time, people in Armenia will look back upon what he has done and question whether he has acted properly by the Armenian people. That's one thing. But beyond doing that, I wonder whether there aren't a lot of people in Armenia who are already very angry with what he's been up to and what the, uh, what the long-term stability of his government now actually is. Incredible stuff. All right, we'll end it there. The Durad.locals.com. We are on Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute, Telegram, and Rockfin, as well as X. And go to the Durad shop, 10% off. Use the code. Good day. Take care.